Boys. Oh goodness gracious. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> all right. I, I hit start, and then I just hear, "Oh goodness gracious!" <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, I cracked my neck, and let me tell you, yeah, cracking bones with hydros is a different thing. So, oh my god! With that statement, welcome back to the No Shot Podcast. I'm Jared, joined by my guys Joe and uh, Bumney Chris. Say what's up, fellas. My shit ain't bummy. Fuck you, nigga. Uh, <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing, Joe? I'm here. Uh, well, uh, shout out to everyone for tuning in and listening. Make sure uh, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Google. You can uh, like, subscribe on YouTube, leave a comment, rate five stars. Uh, if you haven't been able to tell within the first 30 seconds of this episode, our boy Christopher is... He's he's feeling himself right now. Chris had his ACL surgery on Monday, and he might be off them hydros, off the drugs. I'm off them right now. I'm off them right now. I had one at like seven, and then it was creeping on me, so I had another one like an hour ago. So we're busting right now. You should take the whole bottle. Yeah, I'll die. And okay. Then, then who's going to keep this podcast going? Who's going to keep this podcast alive? Well, I mean, you're the one who almost tried to end it, so. I didn't try to end it. Mm-hmm. Look, we just, mm-hmm. look, we just, we just took a vacay. And now we're back better than ever. We've had four consecutive it. episodes of nonsense. <laughs> you're not nonsense wrong, there. But yeah, yeah like, last, last two podcasts, Joe was sick. Now we got Chris <laughs> off a of hydro. And then I have an ear infection. It's probably, like, the least, like, in the terms of, like, severity of all of it. Mine's is probably the least bad. But yeah, we gotta not gonna lie, coming into this episode, we were trying to come up with topics and everything. And then last night, this morning, we just shit <laughs> popped off. John Gruden is just is just, uh, I don't have words my fa- to put my favorite part my favorite part about the whole John Gruden podcast is not podcast, sorry, the whole John Gruden issue is that the entire time Chris is on the Raiders, I was like, man, he just seems like a bad guy. And Chris is like, no, 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 he's not, he's not this, he's not that. And then, like, all of this stuff comes out, and I'm just, like, you know, thinking of Chris. I'm like, man, so everything I said as a joke is actually true. Yeah. So, for those, exactly you, for those of you that true. don't know, some emails got linked, leaked between John Gruden and I think he was the owner or, like, the vice president of the, the Washington the football the, team. Yeah. And within no 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 he's not no he's not Italian he didn't do anything perverted he's what not do you Italian mean? he got emails of the forced cheerleaders topless I didn't hear about that so? I didn't hear about oh. that I didn't know about that so I was I was just hoping to you know get that get that joke out of the way early no what Joe that's not what are you doing you're trying to like force something onto me you're being real Italian right now okay you need to chill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll so I'll force something. So those yeah. of you that so John Gruden I'll, had a bunch of emails leaked of him saying some real out of pocket shit, and the words of what was the tweet that you shared, Joe? Adam Schefter said that he hit all the bases of all the offensive oh, yeah. bases. He covered <laughs> all the bases. He had to. Yeah, he, he covered said, racism. He covered uh, uh, LGBT. He hit the, he, yeah, he hit the bigot, yeah. He hit the bigotism grand slam, if you will. Yeah, 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 he, yeah, he nailed like <laughs> some of the, uh, we we for the sake of us, we're now nah, we're not gonna get monetized because we don't have enough listeners or viewers or anything like that right now, but for the sake of us, 
not getting canceled or anything like that. We won't say everything that he said, but it was not not the best. Not the yeah, best thing. Not a good look for Mr. Gruden. He, he, he basically just slandered a lot of people. Which is which, it's um, crazy with his statement that he made about Michael Sam. And he has the only openly gay player in the league on his team. Right. Which is, I have no idea how Carl Nassib is feeling right now. But that man's got to be like, yo, what the fuck? I mean, what if Carl Nassib knew? Like, it's... But but it was, Michael Sam's thing, his whole argument for that was that Michael Sam's thing was, like, before the draft to, like, raise stock. Not necessarily raise stock, but to prevent him from getting passed up on. Because, like, oh, you're just going to pass up on him because he's gay. Right? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still awful. <laughs> but that was his quote-unquote argument for such a thing. I don't think yeah, it's. You don't have to say one. the f. Oh, we're talking about like a different thing. But no, the 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 email said that it was Roger Goodell is trying to force everyone to draft Q slurs. That's what the statement <laughs> was, and then he turned around and gave Roger Goodell the f slur, <laughs> and then called him an anti-football pussy. <laughs> yeah, Robert. Yeah. Uh, just kind of going off. I don't. Like, it's so crazy to me that yes, it was like ten years ago, but he was a analyst and a host for ESPN, and he was just sending the shit via email. Like this isn't something like even if you're like if you're trying to hide how much of a piece of shit you are, you make a phone call, you send text messages, you don't use your personal or business email that. Every like that you could, anyone could have easy access to if they hack your account or anything or anything gets leaked because you're just fucked. It's just like how how could you be so dumb to do anything yeah. like that? Like it was yeah, just the whole situation is wild. And what the Raiders started off three and zero, and we're for the first time since like twenty twenty fourteen, and yeah. now it's hey. it's looking grim. It's not not the best. They dropped the last two, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the three and two now. Three and two. So it'll be interesting. I don't know who they're going to name interim head coach. I don't know who was on their staff or anything, but it'll be a very, very. It'll be interesting to see how the NFL handles it if they actually do anything about it. Because he resigned. I mean, he's already probably. resigned. Like it's I know, not like... I mean, yeah, but like, yeah, but he already... got resigned. But they could. I don't know. They could like do some type of like suspension or fine or something. I don't know. He might be doing that just to try to save his ass from it all too, but. I mean, I can tell you this, Urban Meyer's pretty happy about this whole thing. Yo, for real. For he got, real. He got pushed right <laughs> out of the news cycle. Yo, Urban Meyer's like, yo, I just did a little co-ed, and then it's, oh, shit. John Cruden did stuff that was actually really bad. <laughs> I also love how um, Urban Meyer's, like, wife <laughs> deleted all of her socials because she was getting bullied. <laughs> Bro, uh, you gotta feel bad for the people caught in the crossfire. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough scene. I mean, like, even Keyshawn Johnson came out, and he was like, I was trying to tell y'all, John Gruden's a piece of shit. And everyone was like, oh, Keyshawn's just being a diva. And he goes, no, look, he was actually a piece of shit. <laughs> but, I mean, Chris, when you, you played for the man, did you experience anything like this? Or did he say no. or act in a certain way or anything? No, this isn't us saying. I mean, he was, I mean, no, no, like, okay, so my whole thought process was, like, at least I heard him talk, because, you know, I'm friends with you two. So 
<laughs> I'm not as sensitive as your average person, you know, but I'm also not like, I wasn't grown up. I, I, I wasn't grown up. Holy shit. I didn't grow up around like uh, a bunch of racism. I didn't grow up around like in inner city or anything. So it's, it wasn't as much of a, like, it wouldn't be that much of a left hook. You know what I mean? Hearing the stuff that he said, like it wouldn't have hit me as hard as it would have other people because of the way I was raised and who I hang around with. But I mean, if you look back, like if, if I look back on what my time there, I mean, <clears throat> he did say some things, <laughs> but me, but me as like me being me, I'm just like, okay, it's whatever. haha, It's a joke. Cause you know, he's coming from his analyst table or whatever, just being a TV personality, and he's trying to bring a TV personality into the locker room. That's all I thought it was. I thought, I mean, that's that's what I would have done. Like, if I was a personality, and then I go into a job like coaching or like training or something, I would try to bring that personality in so that it makes people more comfortable wanting to be like, oh, so we can just go and crack jokes with this guy. So that's how I thought about it. But I can also see how, there would be bigot mindset, you know, or like, it's like, Oh, this is actually just, this is racist. Oh, that's sexist. Oh, that's homophobic. You know, I can see, I can see stuff like that also. But again, like I said, I didn't think much of it because I'm not very sensitive unless you're talking about my gameplay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, just yeah. Well, interesting to see what happens from here if anything does happen, or if there's any more shit that comes from this. Like, find out any other coach is just violently hating people. But uh, yeah. So on the complete opposite side, did you see um, uh, who was who's the guy that coaches for the Lions? Oh, his, that, his, his Campbell. Motor City Dan Campbell. Yeah. Dude, I was dude. That was a video and a Dan, half. Dan know? Campbell is gonna not win any football games for a considerable amount of time because hey. of the lack of talent on that team. But he, he won me over. Those those. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Lion fan after that video. I don't care what anybody says. Bro, I, Dan Dan Campbell's that dude. Dan Campbell's that guy. Yeah. I like he, Dan I'm, Campbell. I'm picking the I'm picking the Lions this week in the pick 'em. I don't care. Okay. No. Who are they playing? Uh. I, I don't know. Don't matter. Don't, don't matter. Are they on Maybe. a bye week? I don't know who they play. Uh, I, I can know. check real quick. Uh, we got Joe Nuccio. Joe, Joe, Joe. Uh-oh. 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 What? Uh-oh. We got Joe on the Joe on the research. Joe on yeah. the research. Joe, pull that up. Joe, pull They're it playing up the quick. Bengals. They're playing the oh, Bengals. That's, that's going to be a tough game. I'm picking them. I don't care. I'm picking them. Okay. Hold. Well, in other sports news about a hot-button topic or person, let's talk about Kyrie Irving getting banned from the Nets until he either decides to become fully vaccinated or New York changes their laws. So it's basically he was, he's Kyrie Irving, a very outspoken individual person, and he <laughs> has chosen to not get vaccinated. And in the state that he plays in, if you are – so basically he plays in New York, and New York has a rule that all the home teams in New York, you have to be fully vaccinated 
in order to play a sporting event in an indoor facility or an indoor game. So Kyrie Irving not being vaccinated, the only games he would be able to play in are away games in states that would or in states that allow people to be unvaccinated playing in an indoor facility. And so Kyrie Irving would basically be a part-time player. And the Brooklyn Nets were like, nope, fuck that. Unless you get vaccinated, you're not going to be participating with us. So I just want to know what you guys think about that and everything. I, you know, I've made a lot of jokes about Kyrie being a uh, part-time professional basketball player. Uh, I don't really understand why he refuses to, like, why he does stuff like this. Because I feel like, on one hand, he wants to play basketball, but it feels like he doesn't, right? I just don't really understand why he's the way he is, but, like, it's his decision. I don't necessarily approve of not being vaccinated, but it is what it is, I guess. I I I just don't understand Kyrie. I don't hate Kyrie, but I don't fucking understand him. That's my whole thing. Yeah, I just Kyrie, don't get it. I mean, Ky- Kyrie's the Kanye West of the NBA, right? I mean, like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's always doing something wild, always got something crazy to say. But I mean, yeah, like, I mean, he's an American. He's he has the right to be vaccinated or not. But I mean, if you want to play basketball, if you want to, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing that happened with that. Uh, that a girl who ended up smoking weed or whatever during the, the track thing, right? Like, I mean, you can do it, but if the rules say you got to follow X, Y, and Z, no matter if, how dumb the rule is, you got to follow X, Y, and Z, you know? Um, and I also think Kyrie thinks he's like a LeBron James, Michael Jordan type of person where he just has that kind of influence. Nah, bruh, you don't. You you might be like the coldest ball handler. Like you might be clutch. You might be able to shoot, but I mean, you're not LeBron James. You're not going to be changing any of the NBA rules. You're not Michael Jordan. You're not going to be a cultural, Dude, worldwide icon. What like would no, the, bro. what would the NBA do if LeBron James refused to get vaccinated? What? What? what I think they, they would do? say that. I, I, I think they say vaccinations are optional. But no, but so it's not it's not the NBA. It's the state of California has that rule in place too. Because there's there's a whole same well, shit they, going they, on with Andrew Wiggins. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would probably just change to neutral sites, like in, in the, or they would do another bubble type thing, or they would do another bubble type thing. I swear. Yeah, you if know, LeBron wrong. James, if, if LeBron James sat down and said, "I am not playing basketball this year," if I if, if I have to get vaccinated. I, de- I guarantee you they would try to do another bubble situation. So here's another question. If you're a teammate of Kyrie, how do you feel about him and this like this decision? I feel like a lot of his teammates probably have a better grasp of Kyrie than we do. 100%. So it comes at not a surprise. Like, like this was an expected um, outcome for them. And I probably, I do believe Steve Nash probably already told his guys, like, hey, we're probably not going to have Kyrie this year. Um, So they're probably disappointed, but I don't think there's, like, any bad blood there. That's yeah, I, I mean, and, and at the end of the day, I think they're all sitting there thinking, like, he's his own man. He makes his own decisions, whatever, yeah. right? That's not going to impact us. 
we just got to go out there and play ball. I'm sure that's what most of them are thinking. Um, however, I do think they're all getting, of, I, it also helps they're all getting paid millions of dollars. Yeah, for sure. But I, I, right. I, I think that there's also some people out there that are like, yo, Kyrie, like, come on, man. Just like, we need you. Go ahead and just do it, blah, blah, blah. I feel like, but I mean, I don't know. I, feel like if I, I'm, I don't think we don't know I, Kyrie's whole stance on the vaccination or anything, do we? He's just, he doesn't want it because he doesn't know what it's going to do to his body. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, but, it's clever. I the, Isn't that just like every anti vaxxers? Uh, excuse for everything though it doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense i don't like it is what it is like i'm not gonna sit here and go on a why you should get a vaccine rant but at the end of the day it is his decision even if i don't agree with it if his teammates don't agree with it if his coaches don't agree with it the whole entire nba doesn't agree with it it's still Kyrie's decision and if Kyrie is okay with basically not being able to play forcing himself into retirement that's so, quite literally in the very sense of the saying. That's on his body. <laughs> so the the whole reti- Kyrie retire thing is he just said he would retire if he gets traded. So like, um, if, if like if next year if next year if there aren't any like laws or restrict oh his contract's up at the end of this year too. But let's oh, just say okay. hypothetically, his contract he's still with the Nets next year. If the laws are no longer in place, he would still be on the team and he would still play. He's the only thing with reti- Kyrie retire is if the Nets trade him because there's a rumor going around now that's building steam that the Sixers and Nets might trade Ben Simmons for Kyrie, and Kyrie said if he plays if he gets traded to anyone he's gonna retire, and so it's just shit like that. Now the I think the Nets are good enough to uh, they'll be fine. The Nets are good enough to win a championship without Kyrie. I mean shit they almost made it to the they almost made it to the conference finals with an injured. Kate Earth that injured Harden and Kyrie. And so I think they're good enough. Yeah. If I'm I mean, if, they have KD on If I'm KD, I really don't give a shit. I got my rings. If I'm Harden, yeah. I'm probably like, bro, I, I want one ring. I want one. I, but I don't think even he's that worried about it because he still I'm has not. KD. I don't think Harden I mean, really gives that much of a shit about winning a ring because he makes nah, so he just much likes chicken wings and hookers. Strippers. I, 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 strippers. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure James Harden really actually wants to win a ring. Because I mean, if he didn't, he would have just stayed in Houston, right? Like he would have just put up with what the, whatever the fuck Houston was doing because they were paying him. They were gonna do <laughs> literally whatever they wanted to, whatever he wanted. But I, I think he does want to win a ring. But um, I think he wants to play with people that he wants to play with. Oh yeah, because I know Harden, KD, and Irving are all like best friends. Like, I mean, I feel like a lot of those guys are pretty close. Um. I mean, that's yeah. kind of how basketball works, though, right? Like, I mean, the, all they do in the off season is hang out with each other and play basketball all off season. I think the only so, people that like the only person that doesn't like isn't friends with everybody is like fucking Dame. <laughs> yeah, that's because like, Dame. So, that's because Dame is so much like on himself, right? Like, Dame, Dame, is like, Dame really does not fuck with Russ, with Paul, anyone on the fucking clips. <laughs> he does not. Nah, he, he does not fuck with them. <laughs> That's how you got a long day, man. He's about to start hating the fucking uh, the whole um, Nuggets team. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. is refusing to get vaccinated too. God, Jokic Jokic is probably like, "Hey, big boy, you need vax. I need to win ring." He said, "He said you need vaccine. You need vaccine, brother. My brothers will kill you if you don't get vaccine." Right. That's what's crazy though. He's like, his whole entire family. 
looks like um like looks like they're like part of like some sort of uh russian mob of sorts i don't think they're russian but they're you kind of get the point yeah yeah they look like kind of that mob yeah kind of look and i love that look i they look awesome yeah it's a whole vibe <laughs> it's a whole vibe but yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see what happens nba season starts in a couple weeks and so it'll be that's interesting to see huh that's gonna be an interesting development though the whole it's gonna be it, it will be it will be the Kyrie stuff. It's yep. it's so fucking interesting to me too because a year ago was when the Lakers won the 2020 NBA championship, and then yeah. the Bucks won the 2021 NBA championship. Was it in June or July? June mm. should be late yes. June. I thought probably late June. Over the summer, and now we're getting into the 21 2022 season. We're gonna have had yeah. like three NBA seasons within a calendar within like a twelve month period. It's crazy. That's, like I, there's a reason so... everybody's hurt. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Like yeah, I, it's... Uh, I understand the NBA's like want and desire because the quarantine did I think was great for basketball because everyone was just at home watching shit and the bubble was going on, and so the ratings went up, and they're like oh we got to keep this thing moving no rest and it's like oh damn everyone got hurt and so it's just uh i think like it's it's i don't know i think like it could have been handled a lot better but i understand it's also a business and so yeah well i mean you got to think about it they're not thinking about the players at all they're just like yo we got to get this we got to get these games out we got to get these these plays mhm get these ratings blah 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 and i mean it makes sense. It's what it's what a business should do. It's what they would do, and I mean, it's just it's really up to the. Yeah, did you lose that thought? Did you good? The hydra? <laughs> did he fall asleep, Joe? Did he fall asleep? Hello. Uh, so technical difficulties. I thought. Chris fell asleep, but it turns out my internet just died, and so we're gonna. So Chris finished his statement without me being able to record it or anything, and so we're just gonna kind of pick up where he left off. We're talking about how, uh, he under, like we understand yeah. from a business yeah. point of view. Yeah, I was just I was just saying that the NBA, uh, it's a business, and like they gotta do what they gotta do, but uh, and I was also saying that, um, you would think that them being as much of a players' league as they are, that they would have given their players their money makers uh more of a chance to uh recuperate you know get ready for the next season instead of just trying to rush them out uh that's it's actually very very similar to like an nfl mindset um these past couple years the nba has taken but i do like the the cool rule change getting rid of that stupid ass defensive foul where they uh pump fake and then bend to the players yep i'm so glad that that's gone Shout out. Oh, well, hey, while we're on the topic of NBA, we did this for the NFL before the se- NBA- NFL season started where we did our top 10 plays in the NFL. So I think, boys, I think it's time for us to do our top 10 NBA players. Now, we'll say this. We did do a, kind of a mini NFL preview in one of the older pods, so you can go check that out if you want to hear us talk about who we think will make the playoffs and everything. Um, NBA preview. That's what I meant to say. I'm – uh <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to go do our NBA 
top 10 players. I think we'll, we'll follow the same structure that we did last time. We'll each give our top 10. I think our lists are going to be very, very similar. They'll probably consist of close to the same amount of, close to the same people. But we'll, I think we'll go through one at a time. And then what we'll do is we'll go through everything one at a time. And then at the end, we'll talk about our picks. If anyone had anything crazy out of pocket, we'll talk about that too. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and share this screen. And so if the boys want to look what I'm doing, we have our super, super official high graphic uh, chart here. If you're a video watcher, if you're audio, we'll go through and we'll say everything. But uh, we'll go in this order. I didn't know we have two Joes. Yo, am I off a of hydro? Yo, these, <laughs> yo, these, yo, these antibiotics, this amoxicillin, has got me feeling crazy. But uh, yeah. So we'll let's just let's uh we'll start with Joe, and we'll go from number ten I, to one. I don't want to start. We'll start with Chris. Chris. <laughs> We're your... starting with me. What happened, Joe? We're... My list got deleted. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Welcome to the Welcome to the Scuffcast. <laughs> We're all okay, sick, well, broken. Joe, and... Joe, go ahead and gather your list back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm at number nine. So, okay, so Chris, go ahead and name yours off, old Joe. All right. So, um, my number ten is James Harden. Okay. And number nine. Uh, Jared, where's your number? Where's your number ten? No, we're gonna you're we're, gonna do your list, and then I'll do my list, and Joe will do his list. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, at number nine, I got Anthony Davis. Number ten, I got Joel Embiid. Wait, number ten or number eight? Number eight, ten, same. <laughs> we can't count cast. They're all interchangeable. <laughs> Number eight, Joel Embiid. Number seven, Luka Doncic. Okay. Number six, LeBron James. Okay. Number five, Nikola Jokic. Number four, Kawhi Leonard. Three, Steph Curry. Two, my favorite player right now, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and number one, Kevin Durant. Okay, Joe, where you at on your list? I'm done. You're done. Okay, so you. Yeah, wanna... I, I can go. All right, I'll say right now, I have go. one person on Chris's list that is not on my list. All right, Joe. All right, so at number ten, I got Embiid. Okay. Number nine, I got AD. Okay. Number eight, I got Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Number what? seven, I got Jokic. Number six, I got Steph. Like, okay, I will say I did not expect Joe to put Steph on his top ten list. <laughs> number five, I got Dame. Oh, there it is. Whoa. There it is. Number, number four, I got KD. Okay. Number three, I got Braun. Oh, my God, is Luka two or one? Number two, I got Luka. <laughs> No fucking Number one, way. I got Giannis. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. I'm here. I'm here for it. So, okay, my top ten. I have Dame at ten. I have Embiid at nine. I have Harden at eight. I have Steph at seven. I have Jokic at six. I have Luka at five. I have Kawhi at four. I have LeBron at three. I have 
KD at 2, and I have Giannis at 1. So, a couple things that I've noticed off rip. Uh, I don't have AD on my list. Chris doesn't have Dame on his list. and Dame was 11. And Joe doesn't have Harden on his list. However, looking at this list, we all, according to this list, we all think that Jokic is the best center in the NBA. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'm getting from this consensus. Uh, we all think that Luka, Steph, and Dame are the top three point guards in the NBA. Yeah. We think Giannis and KD are one and two at power forward. And LeBron's the only small forward we have in the NBA in this list, according to what they all played last year. That's what they all played yeah, last yeah. year. And then Joe doesn't have Harden in his list, but we all say that kind of Harden's the number one shooting guard. But My honorable mentions, I had Dame at 11, uh, Jason Tatum, uh, Trey Young, Bradley Beal, Paul George, Chris Paul, Zach Levine. Oh, wow. There's a name that you said that I, I have in my honorable. My honorable is A.D., Trey, Tatum, Jimmy Butler, and Paul George. Ah, Jimmy Butler. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I think Jimmy Butler is the second best small forward in the league just because the people that the positions that they played, like Paul George was classified as a shooting guard. Jimmy Butler is classified as a small forward. Jason Tatum is classified as a power forward. Because that four position is just such a tweener position now. It's so weird. Yeah, the, uh, there's – the the power forward has essentially been removed and it's just become like the four and it's another wing player essentially mm-hmm. um i mean shit if you're a traditional power forward you damn near don't have a spot in this league nope not at all like it's crazy i think the only true power forward that's there's a couple you got like you got like uh sabonis kind of yeah Zion, kind of. You got Julius Randle. But, yeah. He's not traditional, bro. But, like, the top three power forwards right now are, like, Giannis, KD, and Jason Tatum. Yeah, I know. Which is crazy to think about, because if you took it back in the day, none of them are playing power forward. No. So, we have... I think Jason Tatum has been, like, a shooting guard, small forward, and power forward in his time in the NBA. I mean, he played with that Celtics team where they just had wings. That's all they had. Yeah. Was we did have a lineup where, like, Marcus Smart was the point guard, and then they just ran all wings, and then Al Horford was the center or some shit like that. Bro. I don't know who their center was at that time, actually. I think I it was Aeneas Cantor. I think it was Aeneas Cantor. Been. It could have been. It could have been. Mega lol. So, Joe, honestly, I did not think Steph was going to make your top 10. But then, I didn't think Steph was going to make your top 10 either. I mean, I could take him off and, like, put somebody else there. Well, so Joe, Joe, what are your thoughts on James Harden? He's only number eleven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't have anything against James Harden. He's a good player. I just don't think he's on like a top ten player. So, Luca at number two, Joe. I want to know. I want to know why. I wanted to. Okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I'll take it. I mean, I shit. Like, if he's not two now, he'll be two later. It's not like, you know. I think his skill set and his ability to take over a game is the same as every other guy on this list. Yeah, my heart, I had a hard time so. putting Kawhi just because he's going to be out for most of this year and everything, and so I was is like, it, eh. is he? Yeah, he tore his ACL. 
Hey, I mean, I thought, I mean, when I looked at it, I was just like, okay, at their best, who do I think is, like, at what spot or whatever? And it was really hard for me to get, like, four, like, three through fucking seven were impossible for me. But, I mean, I don't know. I just think that LeBron at his best right now is not going to be as good as, like, say, three, four years ago, you know? I mean, it happens. Like, Father Time hits everybody. He's undefeated. Like, it may have taken the 15th round, but he's going to get LeBron eventually, right? So it's just, I don't know. Unless he can just fucking... What the fuck's he doing what? with Tom Brady then? What's the Father Time do with Tom Brady? Motherfucker just threw 400 yards and five Brady touchdowns. Takes HGH. I mean, hey, man, I mean, it's gonna hit him. It's going to hit him. Like, I mean, like man's LeBron 46. And Tom Brady are anonymous. Are anonymous right? I mean, it's well, literally just because Tom Brady takes fucking steroids. There's nothing else to it. The TB12 <laughs> method is just fucking hormone growth. Hormone growing growth hormones. That's literally all okay. it is. Unnecessary hate towards Tom Brady, right no, there. No, there's no hate. You, it's the, it's the, it's the it's only explainable. It's probably not. It's wrong. the only explainable way that he can be forty-six and performing at a high level. There's no other real way to explain it because it doesn't make sense. Everybody else has fallen off, and all of a sudden I'm supposed to sit here and expect that Tom Brady's the fucking gift from God. No, it's HGH. That's what it is, and I'm sure we'll find out eventually when he retires and. See, I don't. Um, I don't know if it's exactly HGH, but it is. It's probably some type of steroid, probably. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and accuse 30, 30. it, but I will accuse because I have no self-respect. <laughs> Fuck, you blow me. But anyways, uh, back to that's football. No, talk. I don't think. <laughs> oh my god! Hey Joe, who's better, uh, Alexander Ovechkin or Sidney Crosby? Ovi. That's hockey talk. All right, so. <laughs> hey, uh, did anyone watch any baseball playoffs or anything? Nah, no, I don't know. Um, Joe? The Red Sox beat the Yankees. That's baseball talk. All right, yeah, that's baseball talk. <laughs> that's baseball. <laughs> so yeah, no, I don't think anything's outrageous. Joe, the only thing that's like the biggest, biggest difference is like Joe has Dame over Steph. But like, uh, I mean, I think they're interchangeable. I think that's. I, I don't uh, think that's true. That's why they're right next to each other in my list. I think just I what you. Steph does off the ball is a lot better than what Dame can do off the ball. And I think Dude, that's I basically it. I, I know. I just. Right, okay. Here's, I'm just not afraid to. Dame. Here's my thing I'm not Dame. afraid to include my opinions. No, there's, there's nothing wrong with you including your opinion. I think it's nice that you included your opinion. My My only thing about Dame is that, like. And this isn't Dame's fault. It's Portland's fault for drafting Dame, right? So, like, I mean, like, it, it looks like Dame, will, like, I mean, however you slice it, it's going to look like Dame could be the best point guard or, like, player or whatever the fuck at any point in time because of what he does on that team, for that team, right? Like, prime example, when he was when he went ballistic on the Nuggets and they had that, that uh, double overtime game, Joe, we watched that game. Uh, you and Jared watched that game. Uh, was that you or Jared? I, I was asleep. The game where asleep? he was hitting all the threes, where, where he where he dropped fifty five. Yeah, where he didn't miss. Like, yeah, it, yeah, that's one of those games where like like he does that so often, but it's just like you think about this though. Like, I mean, 
Steph isn't put in that kind of situation because his team is normally just up, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, but I mean, it, it's just it's different. I mean, because you can't really blame Dame for you can't blame Dame or Steph for their team, you know. You can only just judge them on how they play. Yep. And I mean, That's shit, I'll, I watch being a true point guard. If you're talking about a true point no, guard, no, but you I'm got... saying that's no, that's all. It's it's like, oh yeah, you yeah. Can, unless unless you're fucking Magic Johnson who's six foot nine and just plays point guard, it's hard from that position to impact everything, because yeah, if you're not a tall point guard, you can't be the best offensive player and then also shut down the opposing player's best defender, like KD, yep. Giannis, or LeBron can, and so yep. it's like there's limitations to it. Yep. I think it's part of why Ben Simmons has been so overrated for these past couple years. Wasn't he like an all defensive first team player last year? Yeah, but I mean, but but I'm not talking about his defense. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about literally, literally everything else. If like, the, I mean, if, if the Nets traded Kyrie for Ben Simmons, that would be so scary. Are you kidding? <laughs> and it, it, it sucks because I like Ben Simmons, right? That would be the perfect just, situation for him, though. Everyone can shoot except for him. So he doesn't have to worry about anything. I, I, I like Ben Simmons. I just I just don't respect his game at all. I don't. Hey. I, I think he's a I think he's a good player, but I don't respect his game. Like the fact that you respect him. I, I say I, I say I don't respect it, but that's literally how I play fucking Pro Am, right? Or the rec center in two K. Literally. Yeah. But um <laughs> But it's just like it's the fact of the matter that he knows that he needs to help his team, and he, he just chooses not to shoot. And so it just seems like he hasn't gotten better offensively. He hasn't though. Like, he hasn't. But like, it's, it's it's not even like it's not. Even, but I mean, if you watch his fucking workouts, he does that. That's it. Uh, that's just weird. That's weird. But yeah. So when the when basketball season starts, we'll probably talk a little more basketball. But I know there's a lot of college football stuff. We want, there's a decent amount of college football stuff we want to talk to. Not a whole lot of NFL stuff we want to talk to today. So I think real quick, we can knock out our pigskin pick'em. All right. Sure. If we look, ooh, let's take a look at the current standings in the No Shot Podcast Pick'em League. Uh, Chris, still in front with a 76%. I'm at a 68 and Joe's at a 59%. So, let's go back. Let's make these picks of the week. Ooh, game one. Oh, I already see the stinky of the week. But before the stinky <laughs> of the week, the 4-1 Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the 2-3 and three Philadelphia Eagles. I'm taking the Bucks. I would yeah, hope that the, the Bucks win. I would hope the Bucks win. <laughs> okay, now the stinky of the week. 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Is this game in London? It might be in London. The Miami, the one and four <laughs> Miami Dolphins are playing the 0 and five Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm gonna take the Jaguars. I think Urban Meyer's team's this lit. Is, I think they get their first dub right here. Urban Meyer's gonna be a menace in the UK. Yo, I'm taking the Dolphins. <laughs> 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 Up next, we got an NFC North matchup between the 4-1 Green Bay Packers and the 3-2 Chicago Bears. I'm going to pick the Packers. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Packers. It's hard to go against A-Rod, man. 
It'll be yeah. interesting to see how Justin Fields plays against uh Isn't Justin Fields hurt? Is he? Is yeah. he? Yeah. Oh uh, shit. Yikes. He got hurt like his first start, I'm pretty sure. All right. Up next well, like I said earlier, Cincinnati like Bengals earlier, versus the Detroit Lions. Or the Cincinnati like Bengals versus the Detroit Lions. Chris is going to Like Lions. I said earlier, I'm going with the Lions. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Bengals, too. Oh, another <laughs> another trash game. The 1-4 Houston Texans versus the 1-4 Indianapolis Colts. The most surprisingly bad team, the Indianapolis so, Colts. No, so, yeah, I was going to say, are the Colts actually bad this year? Dude, or are they just I been guess. playing good teams? No, their defense just sucks. Like, Which is weird because it shouldn't be. But Lamar Jackson threw for 400 fucking yards on him. <laughs> Imagine they got a running back there over 400 yards. That's crazy. You know, I, I'm going to take the Texans. I'm trusting Davis Mills. To sling. Yeah, Davis Texans. Mills was slinging that bitch against the Patriots. I'm gonna I picked the Texans. Ooh. Is this the guaranteed lock of the week? The 4-1 and one Los uh, Angeles Rams versus the 1-4 and four New York Giants. The New York Giants might be missing Saquon and Daniel Jones. So they're going to have oh. Westfield's own, Blacksburg's own, Nova's own, Mike Glennon starting at quarterback. Now, with that reason, Rams 50 to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how you go for the Giants in this one. This, I, I don't know how you do it. That's I mean, 1%, baby. That's the guaranteed dub of the week. That uh, might be, like, the biggest, like, percentage picked I've ever seen. That's tough. Yeah. All yeah, right. That's... Up next, we got the two and three Kansas City Chiefs against the also two and three Washington football team. Yeah, I don't see Washington winning this game, even with the Chiefs struggling. I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how unless Taylor Heineke pops off. No, I don't see it. I don't see Taylor Heineke dueling Patrick Mahomes, even on Patrick well, Mahomes' worst but day. But even Taylor Heineke was dueling Tom Brady in the playoffs, though. Yeah, Facts. Think about it. Facts. Don't disrespect ODU's own. All right, move on. Let's go. Up next, the two and three Minnesota Vikings versus the three and two Panthers. This will be a good game. This will be is a good Dalvin game. Cook back then? Yeah, it'll be solid. This is a toss up because both running backs might miss this week. Oh, well. Yeah, I got the Vikings. Um, Alexander Madison did really, really well. Shout out to Uncle John. Alexander yeah, Madison I got the, did really I, well. I got the Vikings as well. Aside from Carolina's like freaking insane defense, I just don't see their offense. I just don't see their offense playing well enough, honestly. Until like Christian McCaffrey comes back, that offense is just gonna be non-existent for a little bit. What could potentially be? Yeah, this is my game game of the week. week. The the four and one Los Angeles Chargers versus the four and one Baltimore Ravens. This is gonna yeah. be a good game. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta stick with my, uh, my boy uh, Justin Herbert on this one. Going Chargers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the Chargers too. I am also gonna go Chargers. I think that the uh, Ravens are gonna be fucked up mentally from this past game. My, uh, you know, like they did just win in like a crazy thriller, but I think they're gonna be uh, my MVP. My MVP prediction is not looking too bad now. I All like right. it. Right. Oh, up next, another good game. The Arizona Cardinals versus the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, Arizona Cardinals by 20. <laughs> I agree. I just don't see, I don't see 
Baker Mayfield. We got OU versus OU, baby. Baker. Baker, Baker Mayfield. Old college. And, and Kyler Murray. I don't think so. And A and M versus A and M. Hey, hey, wait, who? Kyler Murray and Miles Garrett. Oh, true. And Tech versus Tech. Cliff versus Baker. You're right. Uh oh. And what could also be a really this really is also good game. another stinky game of the week. It could this be a, a good game. game. I, think I think it'll be a good, good game. game. The Raiders versus the Bar- I think the Raiders are in shambles. They are the Raiders are in shambles or Carl Nassib gets seven sacks this game. That's there's, yeah. they're definitely picking up pieces. They're not they're not all together right now. Yeah, Broncos beat bad teams. So Yo. Up next. Why haven't they beat their up next, uh, Cowboys versus the Patriots. I think the Cowboys fucking... Yeah, I my mom and her boyfriend are going to this game, and I told them, why go to this game? Yeah. <laughs> the Patriots are going to get that shit kicked out of yeah. Matt Jones yeah. is throwing at least two to three picks to watch his face. I Trevon Diggs? <laughs> yeah, at least three. But isn't it wild though how all these off- how these all these all these offensive coordinators just keep challenging this dude? He's right. proven himself week after week. Yeah, yeah. Like he's gonna he's gonna get his pick. Like yeah, he's man's got six picks in five games. It's crazy. It's crazy. This could also be a stinker coming up here. This, hey, up next we got the two and three Seattle Seahawks versus the two and three Pittsburgh Steelers. We got Geno Smith, West Virginia's own. New York zone, the best New York Jets quarterback in a long time versus 45, 50-year-old Ben Roethlisberger, a true Italian. I think this one might be a stinky of the week. You think so? Yeah, because I watched Geno Smith a lot uh, in the past. He's bad, and Ben Roethlisberger's also been kind of bad. I I just don't think the Seahawks defense. If the if the Steelers game this, plan is around Najee, they win. Yeah, but that's this is a plan. field day for Najee Harris. Like um, yeah, I mean Pittsburgh by like thirty. I don't Jesus think it's gonna be. Christ. I think no. I think Geno Smith's gonna get there slinging it. I think he's gonna be slinging. It. I think he's gonna throw for like three hundred yards, but he's gonna have like three touchdowns and five picks. But <laughs> so you think I should start DK this week? Dude, I, I mean, think, if you watch, if you watched Gino, we watched that game. Gino was only throwing it to DK. When he came in, he just looked for him and was throwing him the ball. I mean, I do the same shit. That guy's a dog. So, and a game that looks like it could be good, but I don't think it'll be that good, is the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans. We have four and one Bills, three and two Titans. The Titans have a winning yep. record, but I don't have confidence in the Titans. They lost to the Jets, and for that alone, they lose to the Buffalo Bills. I'm picking the Titans. Okay. I think Josh Allen is just on a on a tear. Uh, how many yeah. total points have we scored in the Bills game? 69. I think Derrick Henry does his thing. I think Ryan Tannehill does his thing and hands that bitch off to Derrick Henry. And I think they do a marvelous job keeping Buffalo off the field. And I think they win the game by four. I don't know how they're going to win by four, but they're going to win by four. 20 to 24. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, that's NFL talk. We're going to get into our college football talk. So, the big thing that I know we want to talk about, college football, this game right here. Number six, Oklahoma, versus number one, Texas in the Cotton Bowl. Texas got off to a big game. 
Big jump. 28-7 first quarter. But then, the second half. Boomer sooner. Spencer Rattler got his ass benched. Then, this rookie, rookie, freshman quarterback came in and was just slinging that bitch. Slinging that bitch. And OU came back and won 55-48 to against Texas. We got Texas's own Chris Warren here. Chris, how do you feel about that game? It was dog shit. I mean, it wasn't. It it really wasn't. Um, if you look, if you watch the game, for majority of the game, Texas looked like they were gonna run away with it. They looked like the better team. And then once OU switched quarterbacks, they just act like they didn't. They've never seen anybody run with the ball before. I mean, it also doesn't help that they fucking scored on a fucking fourth and one. They they scored on a fucking third and twenty. It's showing you that clip right there on the right side for the uh, people that are watching. This dude had in, probably the best catch we'll see all season, and. I mean, holy shit, that game was wild to watch. It just it was basically just a tale of two halves. I mean, Texas had could do literally no wrong. They were scoring on a bunch of one play drives. Their defense was getting turnovers, their defense was shutting down everything that they could have done. And then I they just stopped. I don't know what it was. I don't know. I don't know if it was a coaching thing. I don't know if it's a player's thing getting uh, – because, you know, sometimes when you're feeling yourself and when you're playing, you just don't play as hard as you were earlier. Um, I don't know. Uh, I definitely think that Bijan could have got a little bit more involved. He, I know it says he has 20 carries, but, I mean, he's the heart and soul of their offense. He needs to be getting the ball roughly around, like, 25, 30 times, I think, whether it be passing or whatever. I mean, he's just too important to your team, you know? Uh, that Xavier Worthy kid, when he um, fumbled that kickoff, that's really what turned the game, uh, if you watched it. When he when he fumbled I mean, that kickoff. At that point in time, OU had already been roaring back and scored, like, 17 unanswered points. Yeah, but... So OU was already no, on they, the... They were, OU was no, no no OU was rolling. They were coming back, but we were in. We, Texas was not like out of it. They were still in. A, they were still in good position. I get. I think you could say because no, the game wasn't too far away from them. The just, game wasn't too far away. It from just them, doesn't yeah. make sense. It's like the. It's like Sark was like, all right, we're just gonna take our foot off the gas. We're just not gonna do shit. Like you scored thirty eight points in the first half, and then you scored ten the rest of the game, and the last touchdown came on their last drive in the fourth quarter. Like yeah, it, what are you, it, it what doesn't are you doing? make sense. Like what are we? What, um, are, you, what are you doing? Also, it doesn't make like, sense. But like Roshan also didn't get the ball at all. Like they yeah, just stopped but he, running the ball. He, I I think he like stopped playing too. Like I only saw him in there in the second half. What I think like one drive. Like I I don't know it what was, they were doing. It, it was just they just didn't run the. I mean the offensive line didn't run the ball well, and the, like they didn't block well. In the second half, like OU was getting pressure on three-man rushes. Uh, Don't get me started with that shit, bro. That no, shit had me. There's no run blocking. 
But even then, like, Bijan was in, like, I don't think I saw Bijan, like, off the field. And then they just weren't giving him all the touches and everything. Like, Casey Thompson's stat line's insane. He was 20 for 34 with 388 yards and five touchdowns, which is crazy. But it's like, it just, it just didn't seem like they, Sark knew how to handle the second half. Like, I don't think he anticipated the first half going how well it did. And he just didn't realize that they were going to be up by that much. And I don't think he, which is weird to think that he didn't learn that from Saban being up big and holding it. Like, it was uh, it was tough to watch. Just a complete, utter meltdown. I mean, I, I think the, I mean, the five reasons I think why the Texas loss was obviously the offensive line being, I think, the primary reason. Because if you're up that much, you really just got to keep the lead, which is not too insane. Just get four yards, five yards at a time running the ball, and you've got yourself the dub. But um, I think offensive line for sure. And then not protecting Casey, obviously. Like, there's no excuse for a three-man rush getting a sack. Like, there's no excuse for that. Like, that was awful. Um, Bijan... I don't know. Like again, I don't know if he if they said, "Hey, we're not going to give you the ball as much," or what. I feel like he should have been a more integral part of their offense. I don't know how you have twenty carries and you're that quiet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Casey, he played well. Uh, I think he made a couple of bad decisions in terms of like when to take a sack and when not to. But I mean, those that's just nitpicking at this point. And then coaching. Like, Sark, you got to do something, man. Uh, you can't let your team drown like that. You need to throw them a raft. You need to help them out. You need to also doesn't get your help, team going. Also didn't help the defense literally forgot how to tackle and stop the run. Like, when yeah, you're I don't up, know what that When you're giving up nine like, yards a carry to their starting running back, you don't win games. Like, that's... Yeah, you're not going to win a game if they're running for nine yards a pop. Like, you're not going to, period. Oh, my God. But... And other on the other side of Texas, A and M upset Bama, which was crazy. Watching that game was so weird. It was so weird because the quarterback for A and M was getting they were shitting on him for the past two weeks since their freshman quarterback went down, and then he comes out and he plays like like how he did. A man was balling. And then it just it was just weird seeing how like Bama couldn't put I the final score is forty one to thirty eight, but that's very, very misleading. And it shows that Bama put up twenty eight points in the fourth. But even like from the first half into the second half, Bama was just not putting drives together. Something happened with that A and M defense. We're like, we are going to completely dismantle and shut down all of Alabama, which I have not seen in a very long time. It's just I did not anticipate this at all, especially after A and M fell out of the rankings and everything. Did not expect them to even be close to Bama. Yeah, I don't think anybody expected this. I don't think anybody saw this coming. Um, shit, reminded me of the damn uh, Fury Wilder fight. That boy did not see them shits coming, and nope. damn it, they lost. But uh, fuck. Oh my quick, goodness! Real quick, hey. Anyone that thinks Isaiah Spiller, the running back from A&M, is just as good as Bijan, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> I see <laughs> that, that shit thing? on Twitter all the time. And if you look really? at this, Isaiah Spiller had 17 carries for 46 yards and a touchdown. He averaged two yards a carry. Get the fuck out of here. 
Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, they played Bama. Yeah, the, their other running back, AM's other running back, was averaging five yards a pop. So I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But, yeah, nah. Yeah, that was crazy. But no, there weren't, still weren't any other games that were super, super surprising to me. Or anything. Like, I mean, the way the way that Iowa's, Iowa and Penn State played out was pretty interesting. I mean, Penn State's quarterback doesn't get hurt. They probably win. Probably. Michigan's game against Nebraska. Shimmel. Oh, yeah, BYU lost to uh, Boise State. Boise. The Arkansas Let's miss go. game. Kind of wish I was watching that game instead of the damn Texas game. But I mean, yeah. Notre Dame eked out against Tech. LSU three and three lost to undefeated Kentucky. Kentucky going to the Super Bowl. But yeah, the updated rankings, not much, not as much changed as I really thought. The biggest thing that's happened: Alabama dropped down to five, Penn State dropped down to seven, Mich- Kentucky jumped from sixteen to eleven, Ole Miss jumped from seventeen to thirteen, yet BYU dropped a little bit. Texas stayed in the top twenty-five. Oh, thank God. Texas, but A&M jumped from unranked to 25, which is crazy. But That's fine. I mean, they, I mean they did beat Alabama. Yeah. But like no like no matter how they did it, they beat Alabama, right? So, yeah. you got to give them their credit. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go look I I was looking at the college football schedule for this upcoming week. Not too many like games to look out for, really. Like you have Texas, num- you have Texas versus Oklahoma State, which will be a good game. You have like Auburn and Arkansas, which should be interesting. Florida at LSU, which should be interesting. But oh, Kentucky, Kentucky and Georgia, that'll be a game game. But outside of that, there's not like a whole lot of big top twenty-five matchups. Ole Miss is gonna beat the brakes off of Tennessee. I already see the stinker of the week. What's that one? Uh oh. Texas Texas Tech and Kansas. Wait a second. According to the ticket price, the stinker of the week is gonna be UCLA at Washington? What? Nine dollars to get to that game? Oh my gosh, what? Uh oh. Oh, found one. Uh oh. Rutgers and Northwestern. Rutgers at Northwestern. If you're interested in going to Rutgers at North at Northwestern, you can get tickets for as low as four dollars. Apparently, you get got, tickets uh, for six dollars. Get Tulsa and South Florida. Is it five bucks, yo? But uh, now the probably mm, looking at this, what is what is going to be a bad game? What is going to? I mean, be? they're also they're also AM games, right? Like these tickets here, are yeah. also AM games. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Troy at oh no Akron at Miami. Akron's gonna beat the break. Oh nope, there it is. Ball State, Eastern Michigan, or Yale at UConn. But yeah, nope, just not gonna be a super super exciting week in college football. Not as exciting as last week. But yeah, I think the NFL is more exciting this week. But yeah, that's just I would. That's basically it. But yeah, we're right, right around an hour, fellas. Is there anything else y'all want to talk about? Well, um, I haven't heard Joe speak for a little yeah, bit. I heard Joe uh, in a minute. I mean, you guys just kind of took the wheels. I didn't have anything to talk about. All I was gonna do was just make fun of Texas. And I didn't even get the opportunity to do that. 
Let's not, please. Let's not until we have we, 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 we had enough of it on game day. Okay, we're enough of it. Um, how about uh, how about um, oh, good good chat log there, Joe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wait, what? What? That is my opinion. How about can I expose um, Joe real quick? How how about uh, uh, you know, oh my you god? Yeah, because he got exposed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. How how about um? How about that uh Battlefield beta, Joe? So yeah. I know you played, I know you played some of it. I did. How was I, it? I logged like a couple hours into it. Um, <clears throat> it's really good. Uh, I actually hope they it the games that have kind of a place where it's clear it's not polished. Um, of. If you're looking online, a lot of the things people are complaining about is yeah, um, it's super buggy and all that jazz, which it was. Um, but other than that, like the gameplay is good, it feels good. Uh, it's Battlefield. It's what it's basically what everyone wanted. It's just in a spot where they just need to kind of clean up some things, and it'll be fine probably. Depending, I don't know what their plan is, content release and all that jazz. But outside of that. I can see this game doing very, very well. Along with, do you know what the release date is going to be? Nah, they delayed it by like a month. I think it went from like October to November. Okay. Something like that, yeah. Or it was September to October. Something like that. So, so okay. So after playing the beta, do you think it was a good idea that they delayed it? I think they did delay it longer. Honestly, Uh, I don't think I don't think a month is long enough to iron out the bugs that the game currently is dealing with um but you know at the end of the day do i trust dice yeah i feel like if dice had to say they would absolutely delay it another month another two months but when you have the big wigs at ea yelling in your ear to release a game i could definitely see it kind of launching in a bad state um but they've done that before and we ended up with the masterpiece that's battlefield 4 so, you know, just because the game so releases broke, yeah, just because the game releases broken like Battlefield 4 does, did, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to come out and be Resident Stinker, right? So Yeah, I gotcha. That's kind of my opinion on that. But I'm definitely excited for the game. Um, way more excited for that than Battlefield. I mean, huh? way more excited for that than Call of Duty. Because <laughs> um, I did have the pleasure of playing the Call of Duty Vanguard beta and holy fuck! When I say I've never seen wor- like worse map design, I've never seen worse map design than Call of Duty Vanguard. It made like every map in Valorant look good. It was awful. Oh hey, Joe. That's They're... a bold statement. They Valorant are fucking lost. They're lost. Joe, Yo. if you had to rank the Halo beta, the Battlefield beta, and the Call of Duty beta, what's your order? Halo's number one. Um, game is fun. Also, game that's coming out right now. Game's fun. Also, super, uh, polished. Uh, then it's easily Battlefield. I Call of Duty is not even on my list of things I'm doing this year. Um, I'll probably like get it on sale to play the campaign because the campaign looks kind of lit. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't really see myself playing it because it's another World War Two shooters. I don't know. Like, I don't care about World War Two anymore. Like, it's so played out, it's well understood that near future, 
um, modern day shooters are just kind of better unless you're like Halo. I mean, don't say I Halo's think what people, I think, I think um, huh? what people want from their games now, in these shooting games, um, from what I've noticed, at least also from what I've been playing, uh, movement is just a huge thing nowadays in shooters, I think. And I think it's... um. I think it's part of the reason people are still playing Warzone. I think it's part of the reason people are still playing uh, Apex. Because you just move around. The movement just makes the game feel so much better. Yeah, that's uh, a big thing in the Battlefield beta. Uh, the movement is more akin to like a Warzone to Call of Duty than like old Battlefield games. So the games will play way faster, which I don't think is a negative. I think that's only a positive. Um, because like, I don't, they needed to innovate in places and when games don't innovate, they gotta get left in the dirt. And I think this is the right innovation to go, which is making the game faster versus keeping it still as slow. It's never been slow, but just speeding up by a little bit did wonders for the gameplay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I think, I, I just think movement makes people feel... It makes people feel like they're good at the game, you know? Um, when you add the movement aspect into shooting, your shooting can be mediocre, but if your movement is also, like, above average, you can win a lot more of your gunfights because it's not just about aim, right? Mm -hmm. And that was part of what I think made the Fortnite appeal so crazy was because it was more to it than just aiming and shooting at somebody. Um, it was the whole building aspect of it. And you could get away with being worse at shooting somebody if your building was better than theirs. Uh, so like you go to a game like, Mo like modern warfare apex, like their movement is crucial, right? Yeah. You could be, if you have better movement than somebody, like I'd, I'd say seven times out of ten, you're going to win whatever gunfight you're in because of your movement, if you know what to do with your movement, right? Yeah. And I think it's just it just helps make a player feel like they're better at a game. It also gives someone an extra layer to add to their game. And I think that's, I think it's, I think that's really healthy for the shooter landscape. Um, yeah. I, I, and I like it because it's, it makes things feel more modern. I mean, shit, like, like I don't know how many times I got to talk about it, but Halo infinite like the movement in that game feels really good you feel it's obviously not crazy like apex titanfall uh modern warfare or anything but you move faster you have a little like sidestep you have a little slide you can mantle and shit so i don't know it's just the little things man and i think movement is definitely one of those little things that is modernized the modern modern day shooter and it's definitely helping helping them out. Yeah, I just can't wait to stinky on people in Battlefield and Halo. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I can't wait to be a part of it. I can't wait to have Joe at the top carrying me. Every school boy. <laughs> I can't. All wait. right. So, also, Jared, you finished Attack on Titan. Yeah. You're all caught up. Yeah. Were you you ready for December? Yeah. It's. <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel. So I'm not rooting for anybody at this point. 
Like it's just eh. They took in 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 Game of Thrones, you had the the clear cut bad guy, kind of. You had you you did have the clear cut bad guy, and then you had the people you didn't like, and then you had the people in the north that you were kind of pretty much rooting for. You had the people you rooted for. This, no one you're rooting for, is just like fuck. It's Everyone because like kind of sucks. But everybody's right, you know. That's kind of what it what it Attack on Titan kind of. If they, if they sat down and they talked like how Armin's been like, can't we just talk? And I was like, fuck you, fight. It's just like yeah, if they just talked. Then most of their shit could get solved, but they most don't. of it could. But the problem is you got Aaron. And Aaron Zeke. is a menace to society. Aaron and Zeke doing their thing, right? Well, Aaron just Aaron's just falling off a fucking cliff. And then you have, and then you have the military who doesn't want Aaron to just go on like a savage rampage. And then you got Marley, who's not going to listen to anything that the Eldians say, right? Because they're racist. Well, the so, the army like, turned into the Marleyans. The, the the military turned into like is basically them. That's what happened. Yeah. And so it's just, everyone's just turning into just, is everyone's, instead of evolving, everyone's devolving. Yep. If there's anyone, if there's anyone I'm rooting for at this point, it's Rainer. That's it. I want him to, I just want him to live. Man's, Joe, man's Joe needs help. I am not. Joe's not on that. Just at this point. He's a fucking snake bitch. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler warning. When when they did that hard cut in a scene, and it was him with the gun in his mouth, I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" I was yelling, I was "Bullet! Like, oh. Bullet! I was like, Bullet!" Man's is, Man's has some serious PTSD. Man's needs help. Man's Man's and Falco. I'm rooting for Falco. If I had to pay, I'm rooting for Falco. Falco, Falco, hey, Falco, Falco, Falco don't know what the fuck's happening. He is so yeah. lost. He is so. I have, my, I have my fucking guy. Uh... I'm definitely team whatever team Levi's on. And at the end of the day, I can't, I can't, maybe, I can't be team Aaron and Zeke for one reason, one reason alone. I cannot forgive Zeke for what he (laughs) did to my man, Erwin. Like, first of all, first of all, if you, you, you know the scene I'm talking about. If you watch that scene, it was not team Erwin, period. You don't have a heart. I mean, I I watched that, bro, and I like he like listen to speak tears in my eyes streaming, and I'm like, yo, I want to run through a wall for this motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like like it would have I I would have got a horse and went hearing him talk to me like that. Like, bro, man, the characters in that show are so good, and the way so the, the, the direction it's... that they kind of go, making everybody like everyone's a great character. Yeah, and the direction they've gone kind of with making everyone kind of shitty in their own way um, is good. I like that they did that. Well, even uh, at the end, the end made me... It didn't make me dislike Erwin's character, but it was just like, oh, he is still just... He's the same as everybody. He's the same as everybody, where he's like... When he's like, hey, so are you doing this for humanity or your own personal reasons? He goes, I just want to see the basement. <laughs> he's like he goes I really haven't gave a single fuck the whole time I'm just trying to get to the basement 
And so he's like, we can do this shit, yeah. but just so you know, I, w- I want to see the basement. And, <laughs> and Levi was like, I right, bitch, go die. And he's like, okay. And then. I don't know. They just, they make everyone, that's just, there's no, there's no one character that's right. I also, I just want to yeah. know who's the person that knocked up Historia. I feel like that story that they told is Very... a BS. No, I feel, I feel like that's Cap. I feel like that's uh-huh. Cap. I feel like Aaron's a daddy. I feel like you Aaron's, think it's Aaron? I think Aaron's the daddy. Think Aaron got in there. He said we're gonna have a royal we're gonna have a royal blooded Titan. What? I don't know. <laughs> it would be that it'd be royal blood no matter what if her kid became a Titan, but yeah, yeah, but it can't be the founder Titan because that would just start the cycle over again. Exactly. But okay. would it though? I don't know. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Do good show. Fuck it was problem, but... <laughs> Huh? Stop talking. No, you're good. I w- what? Okay. No, keep going. What? I will say no, this. I think it. I think my favorite part of this weekend is I actually got to play a video game with Joe. It's been a minute. Yeah, since I play, you since play I played, It's been a minute since I played a game with Joe. It's been an actual minute, and I'm not gonna count as playing Madden as just playing a game. I was playing like an actual game together. It's been a minute. It was fun. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Joe Joe just moves through things at a breakneck pace, and it <laughs> makes sense how he finished games so fast. It makes so much sense. I was trying to, I was trying to treat some of the game as kind of like a little simulation. Like there's, this isn't a spoiler because it's like the first hour or two of gameplay, where you're like, like, hey, we have to take out these two boats. Uh, you can do it selfly. You can do this. Uh, make sure you scout out the boat and everything, and before you do everything. And so I'm sitting there like, okay, cool. I pull out my phone. I go to zoom in. I start scouting shit. And I'm about to be like, all right, Joe, how do you want to do this? And before I even say anything, Joe's fucking parachuting down to the first boat. And I was like, oh, fuck, I guess we're just right. doing it like this. <laughs> I, yeah, I I mean, it was def- like, it was fun playing with you, but like, I don't really see myself going out of my way to really play Far Cry 6 after kind of putting time into it. Um... It's just kind of, I don't know. There's like nothing special about that makes you want to keep playing the game. I mean, it's a basically. Far Cry game. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a Far Cry game. It, you know what the, you know what the formula is. Yeah, and like I'm just kind of like just eh. I like the dynamics like between the the ma- the main villain and his kid. I think it's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah, I mean, it helps having one of the best actors act out a character, right? Act out a character. What do you mean? Oh, oh, okay. Act, act out, out a character. A, there you go. Yep, I thought, yep, I thought yep. you said out, act out of character. I was like, what no, do you no, mean? no, 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 no. Yeah. Man's is but yeah, I could definitely see. It's not. I'm not. I'm definitely gonna keep playing because like I, I enjoy like the Far Cry formula, and I didn't really, I didn't beat four, I didn't play five, and so it's been a minute, so it's still relatively kind of fresh for me. So I'm probably gonna keep playing it. Like, I'll play it with you, but I'm not gonna play it myself. Yeah. I I did the I did the chicken fighting game. It's cool. It's it's very mid. But it's yeah. a it's a it's a it's a budget Tekken. It really is. It's, shit, it might be better than Tekken. 
Ooh. 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 The FGC will not like you saying that. That's fine. Fight me. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um. Fight me with your cock, bro. Okay, here we go. What? It's cockfighting. Um, so, uh. Also, Joe and I. Well, uh, Joe, so I, I've gotten Joe on this, uh, the anime trend now. I can say Joe is a, uh, mild anime fan. He's not, he's nothing crazy. He doesn't seek out his own stuff is yet. Is he full-blown Wendigo? No, not yet, not yet. Okay. He might until be I, after this, though. So Until I start, until I start like, watching these weird, like, fucking weird shits Chris just watched, I don't think I will be. So, here we go. So, the next show that we're going to get Joe to watch is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. If you know of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you know what kind of ride this is going to be. If you don't, well, Joe will be telling you. We're going to, every podcast we're going to have, going to come in here. Joe's going to, I'm going to have Joe watch a certain number of episodes. He's going to give his thoughts on what he's seen. Uh... This uh, next week, Joe will give his uh, thoughts on parts one and two, Phantom Blood and uh, why am I forgetting part two's name? Big fan. Big fan. I forget it. Um, I forget part the two's name. Well, because I just call him part. The segment will be called Joe watches JoJo. Joe 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 Joe's, Joe Joe Joe. Joe's JoJo's adventure. Jojo as Joe, Jojo Joe. Jo. <laughs> yeah, that's on y'all. I, oh, I literally I have no. I've literally have no, I literally have, I literally have no interest in watching that show at all. So it'll be interesting to hear Joe speak on it. I'm happy looking and, forward to it. I lied. So um, yeah, we're we're gonna start that adventure pretty soon. And then Joe will give his thoughts after part one and two next podcast. But yeah, unless y'all got anything else you want to talk about? Because I think this would be a good little point to wrap it up like a burrito. Um, I mean, you know, make sure I you can pick up something, food. but it's not. Yeah, we're well, is there something for next time that you would like to see? Yeah, just give a, yeah, give a yeah, preview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just preview the audience. Yeah. So next time. I want to ask the fellas to build their perfect shooter game. Oh, yo. Oh. What do you mean? You already don't mind. I already, I already got it. I, no. I already got it. I already got it. Can I? My huh? answer right now? Answer right now? Brink. There it is. Right there. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I, yeah, I'm going to brainstorm. Uh, so we know how, like, the NFL guys kind of build your perfect quarterback. I'm gonna, yeah. I want to do that, but for, like, a shooter. Okay. Cool. And I, I want to see what the boys come up with. I like that so, idea. Yeah, that that was what I was thinking about the entire time you guys rambled on about college football. I just <laughs> clocked out because I was like, I'm not going to get anywhere to say anything. <laughs> so I just kind of had a mental clock out there. It was you have to give us the criteria like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. OK. OK, I like it. Well, you, you want to give us the criteria so we can start? I have, I have three. Our... So only three things. Well, I think you can expand upon it because we have. a Yeah. Week. So, one's going to be anti-cheat, because mm. we are on PC now, and that's pretty valuable. Uh, one's going to be gunplay. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so what game, you know, would you want gunplay from? One's going to be movement, of course. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, I was thinking gameplay, but I feel like that kind of flows into, like, gunplay. But, um, yeah. I feel like so my answer the... just might be Titanfall 2. <laughs> okay. Graphics, Titanfall oh, yeah. 2. Gameplay, Titanfall 2. I got you, Joe. I, I think it's a really nice, <laughs> really good idea. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I, want you, I want you to do your own, too. Oh yeah, I got you guys. Don't yeah, worry. I want you to do your own. I, I, I might do your. I might do mine first, and then you kind of get you guys the, you know. Nice. Yeah, I'm for it. Yep, that is my. Uh, we'll expect yep. that for next time. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for listening to the No Shot Podcast. Make sure you like, you subscribe, you download the podcast, any and all that helps. Uh, leave a review, rate five stars, like, comment, subscribe, uh, tweet at us. Don't tweet at us. Don't really matter. Uh, Joe's DMs are open. Looking for a waifu. So anybody listening, uh, make sure you do that real quick. Shout out yeah, our boy. Shout out, shout out our boy Michael. Shout out Uncle John. And uh, shout out Chris's surgeon. And yeah. The road dog coop. No, nah, not this week. Oh, not this week. Not this week. All right, cut that out and post. All right, hey, <laughs> hey, editor. <laughs> ah. All right, see y'all. Yeah.